First Baptist Athens offers this podcast of Devotions for Lent. Today's devotion is offered by Bill Hopper. It is based on the story in Genesis 39, 7-23, when Joseph is tempted by Potiphar's wife. The scripture is read from the Common English Bible. The devotion begins with music provided by Sarah Delbane, playing What Wondrous Love Is This, arranged for flute. Lay aside everything else for the next few minutes. Allow the music to settle your soul, making space to listen for God. Sometime later, his master's wife became attracted to Joseph and said, Sleep with me. He refused and said to his master's wife, With me here, my master doesn't pay attention to anything in his household. He's put everything he has under my supervision. No one is greater than I am in this household, and he hasn't denied me anything except you, since you are his wife. How could I do this terrible thing and sin against God? Every single day she tried to convince him, but he wouldn't agree to sleep with her or even to be with her. One day when Joseph arrived at the house to do his work, none of the household's men were there. She grabbed his garment saying, Lie down with me. But he left his garment in her hands and ran outside. When she realized that he had left his garment in her hands and run outside, she summoned the men of her house and said to them, Look, my husband brought us a Hebrew to ridicule us. He came to me to lie down with me, but I screamed. When he heard me raise my voice and scream, he left his garment with me and ran outside. She kept his garment with her until Joseph's master came home, and she told him the same thing. The Hebrew slave whom you brought to us to ridicule me came to me. But when I raised my voice and screamed, he left his garment with me and ran outside. 
When Joseph's master heard the thing that his wife told him, this is what your servant did to me, he was incensed. Joseph's master took him and threw him in jail, the place where the king's prisoners were held. While he was in jail, the Lord was with Joseph and remained loyal to him. He caused the jail's commander to think highly of Joseph. The jail's commander put all of the prisoners in the jail under Joseph's supervision, and he was the one who determined everything that happened there. The jail's commander paid no attention to anything under Joseph's supervision because the Lord was with him and made everything he did successful. As a child, I remember retired relatives tending to my care who would stop everything to watch, quote, their story. Perhaps this scripture passage from the 39th chapter of Genesis reminds you of an excerpt from a script from All My Children or The Young and the Restless. Pick your own story. On the surface, the passage is scandalous, at least PG-rated, and disturbing on several levels. A deeper dive into these verses finds much application for our contemporary living, though. Let's start with temptation. I hope that most of you have never encountered a situation like Joseph. Maybe I have not because I do not have an amazing Technicolor dream coat like Joseph. Sorry, just injecting a little humor. Temptation has been unreal for humanity since the Garden of Eden. We all know the story of Jesus in the wilderness after his baptism by John the Baptist. Our time constraints on this podcast prevent a thorough discussion of Jesus as God incarnate with fully human and fully divine capabilities to resist temptation. Suffice it to say that Jesus is the living example of how we are to react to temptation, whether that temptation is related to dishonesty, gluttony, pride, greed, envy, or anger. I'll let you fill in your own temptations, and I'll do the same for myself. Saying that, we should pause to give thanks to God for undeserved grace. Back to Joseph and his tempter, the master's wife. Joseph demonstrates his devoted stewardship of all the master's possessions, including the master's wife. To quote Joseph from Genesis 39, 8, My master has no concern about anything in the house, and he has put everything that he has in my hand. Perhaps the most powerful of stewardship lessons is that God has entrusted us with his creation and all that is within his creation. Even the fruits of our own labor really belong to our master God. When putting stewardship in that context, our fiduciary responsibility is incomprehensible. God has entrusted us with everything that we possess, yet we truly do not own. In this passage, Joseph is true to his master and resists temptation. As I studied the passage, my focus kept being drawn to the words of the scorned master's wife. Do you see or hear what she does? She spins the narrative, and she tries to pass the blame to Joseph. Please listen to 39.14 again, which reads, She calls out the members of her household and said to them, See, my husband has brought among us a Hebrew to insult us. Paraphrasing her, she goes on to claim that Joseph was the aggressor and that she kept his garment as evidence. She repeats this lie to her husband, the master, upon his arrival on the scene. When I think about the world in which we live, I see contemporary similarities to the action and speech of the master's wife. Often the truth gets so blurred in the rhetoric, 
discourse and blame that our opinions become so biased that we cease to attempt to discern or even care about the truth. Additionally, the wife puts a label on Joseph, calling him a Hebrew. Often pray that our world will become less divided and that we will value each other again so that we together can fix the ills of our society. Continuing in our scripture passage, the master believed his wife. At the very least, he reacted as if he believed her. Joseph goes to jail. Verse 21 says, The Lord was with Joseph and showed him steadfast love. Joseph, as he does throughout the scripture, buries the headline that he is innocent and continues to demonstrate his faithfulness to God and to be true to himself. He earns the role of a jail trustee. The passage concludes with, Whatever he did, the Lord made it prosper. Joseph is unfairly imprisoned, so we can dismiss the prosperity gospel. However, we should take tremendous comfort that God was with Joseph and loved Joseph. Joseph is just a reflection of the love and steadfastness of God. In doing so, Joseph does indeed prosper, as can be read in the following verses of Genesis. May we pray today that we can reflect the goodness of God to our world so in need of this message.